we'll do the mm-hmm. intro right now just to like edit it in um, later so that it sounds like kind of natural. So I'm just going to say, hi, I'm Glitter. And you'll say, and I'm BB. And then we'll okay. say, and okay. I think I've is got it. this okay, drag? Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm BB. Hi, I'm Glitter. And is this drag? <laughs> we, were, we were so out of time. Drag. We were out, so out of time. That was perfect. Perfect. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, it's Vivi. Hi. <laughs> I haven't heard you speak more than like one word ever. Thank you. Thank you. I pride myself on that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so happy you decided to join me today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, so everyone, this is Bibi. And um, hold on, let me get out my um, non-script script. Um, <laughs> today I am joined with fashion icon, comedy legend, and drag superstar, BB, and she's also 100% not forcing me to say any of this. It's true. It's true. It's true. I'm not. I'm not. So, okay. So it's six o'clock over there, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, I just woke up from a nap and I just saw all the stuff flooding the group chat and I'm gagged. Before we get into any of this, can we just talk about this challenge this week? Everything that happened like just maybe give me like a one sentence statement on how you feel about how everything has transpired from the doing the challenge to the judging this week to who went home like all in all like how do you feel gagatondra in the words of got mick gagatondra <laughs> yeah same i didn't think i didn't think it was going to shake out this way um I, so for everybody yeah 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 go ahead i thought there was going to be such bigger divide in the like the people like the there's be like obvious highs and obvious lows but everyone did like good good goodish right 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 or at least the judges think so yeah <laughs> not in my opinion but yeah not in my opinion either um so we just um i just woke up from the nap and bb and i are a part of a competition for everyone watching um and uh essentially it's like I, I don't know when we'll be listening to this we could probably listen to this like 20 years from now but um when we do i want to be able to accurately describe to people what we're doing so we're doing an instagram which at the time in 2021 is like a a phone app right and like we're doing like an online competition and it's kind of like drag race right yeah yeah is there is there anything else I should add to kind of like make it make sense? It's hosted by like other drag queens as well. Like you see, as you go through the competitions, you see the most of the same queens hosting and competing as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's from all over the world. Yeah, it's not just like American queens. When I first started doing competitions six years ago, there was there was like forty queens, and that was it. Wow. That's so small. Oh my god! Half of them have quit drag. Half of them have quit drag. Stopped doing drag. Wow. Okay. Okay. That actually. That's actually a great starting point. So tell me about uh, where drag starts for you, and um, that can either be like historical, like you, you know, you decide that drag starts like I don't know in the eighteen hundreds, or you can talk about like personally when you know drag finally became something you were aware of in your life. Well, I back in the day. Um. It started, like, I was introduced to it when I was quite young. It, like, 
around Spain in like Benidorm, and like, I kept seeing. Mm-hmm. I never, re- I like, I never connected because I knew the people. I knew the queens out of drag, and I never connected. They were the same person in drag. They were always just different people to me. Right. So I was right. always aware of it when I was really young. Then like finding RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that. It kind of like like season six, I think, was the last season I started watching on. Well, and that's like the golden season. It so you was, picked a great one. Was, I think it, I think it just finished airing as I first found it, and then I was like, I want to, wow. I want to try it. So I think twenty fifteen, I was like, okay, I went around to my friends with her like Claire's boutique makeup. Yeah, and she like I painted me like I was look like a butch lesbian. <laughs> I, I that's what I'm saying. You're the OG fish queen. Thank you, thank you. I am. I am. <laughs> that's okay so you yeah yeah go ahead. and then as like as i just as like i start season seven was the first season i properly watched and like ginger minge was the queen i was like yes i want to right, be ginger right. minge slowly starting to like dip your foot and everything like i i'm also aware though that you had like acting experience and stuff like that too surely before you did drag right yeah that so was more I of went, your foundation i went i did a performing arts went to performing arts school like professionally I was like, I was just starting there as I was starting drag as well. Well, learning drag, I was also learning like singing, dance, and acting. Yeah, and I and I'm also aware that you knew you, you Charlie Hyde is like a family friend of yours. Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah. Are 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 like some of these people that you grew up with? Like, I know I know you said you've had like a few drag mothers and stuff like that. What exactly does that mean during that crucial moment when you were starting drag? Like, how did they how did they act as drag? So mothers? they they never really like they're not. I don't tell them drag mothers. They're more like drag stepmothers. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it was like about three years ago. I think it was when Charlie Hyde did my makeup and she just kind of like spoke through everything with me. And that, like, really right. helped, like, define what I was doing with drag. Right, right, and then about... So in that case, it was literally doing your face. Yeah, so I was literally sat... I was around her house as she was, like, in her, like, one of her drag rooms. And she just painted my face as her dog ate my shoelaces. And, um... <laughs> we was just... She was kind of, like, just, like, explain, like, how, what, like, what... American drag mothers to, like... We don't really have that in England. Really? Yeah, there's no like, there's no houses me? like how there's no house of um, Aja. That's not even a house anymore. Um, I can't think of any house names. There's no like, there's none of that. There wow, is quite so a few it's sisterhoods. like you all are just orphans. Yeah, there is quite a few sisterhoods. There's more, they're more sisterhoods. Like, um, Goffy Kendall, she's got like, um, there's quite a few like the Kendall line. Why do you think that is? I think because American drag, I in my head, I come from more of the ball scene. When like how mm, houses okay, were okay. a thing, so that kind of split off from there. But we really have that very heavily in England. What would be your equivalent of like the the what what is what is like a British institution of drag that Americans don't have? Right, we have balls, but you all don't. What do you all have that we don't have? Good as I stupid. I'm assuming you have something. But like most of the time, I like if I think of like I think of like an OG drag queen, I think of Panto Queens. That's not where it probably is from. Right but in my head. It's quite a lot of panto drag queens, like queen. They're not they're panto dames more than drag queens. Do you tie your drag directly to that panto sort of visual reference? Quite a lot of the older queens do, like queens who've been around for like okay. 20, 30 years, like before drag race became a popular thing. And it was like drawing your eyebrows on like arch, like arches on your face, not like trying to like do actual like carved crease, like cut crease eyebrow. It's just like putting like one color eyeshadow on. 
crusty eyebrow covering and just like a black sharpie eyebrow <laughs> do you have do you have any like queen examples oh like people that really look like that there's a, there's a queen I, can, I can't think of her name right now but i can picture her picture her she's like she does quite a lot of the pantos around here in my area and she looks like that but she like she paints nicely like she's defined makeup but it looks like an old old school drag. so like lily savage is one of the best uh, examples of like famous british drag queens who've like just set the bar and it's quite like her comedy is right, so right. funny like it's very like very British comedy. Right, right, right. Well, you all have like an edge that like us Americans don't have. Do you find that like as you're getting like more and more successful in drag, that almost like your British sensibility kind of um, either helps or hinders you? Because you're still you're still in an untapped market, right? For everybody listening, where exactly are you from? Bournemouth. So, like, really down south of Warm- it, um, England. Right, right, right. Would you say that, like, that market for drag queens is already, like, it is, it is like, fully been um, reaped and sowed? Or do you think it's still an ever-growing scene? And then do you think that your British sensibility is is helping you or hindering you in this moment, you know, in this national So, time? I would like drag race. There's not been very many queens from, like, down to the south area. I think Joe Black's probably the closest in like Brighton, but like none of the queens from around this area. There's a few. They're like the queen. Everyone around here knows the queens around here. It's a very local mm-hmm. scene. I think that's the case for most places. Like instead of like houses and stuff like that, the queens, all the local queens, know each other. And is that is that sort of like is that intimidating? I would find it intimidating. Not really, because like we, it's like we're very supportive of each other. There's like there's a few there's not like rivalries per se, but like with the with the comedy with the humor change as well, you can make more jokes and stuff like that, and it does this not take as more right, offensive. Right, right, right. Do, do you think do you think like Americans in general, um, especially American drag queens, do you think that the the stereotype that we're all looks and you all are all brains? Do you find that that in a weird way, tends to hold up. Yes, or... especially watching, like, season two of UK Drag Race versus season 13 of US Drag Race. Right. Yeah, especially watching them, like, side by side, like, every week. It, you can see the difference. Right, Especially right, right. in the sense of the way you, like, you identify with the queens more. You all are just so much more off the cuff and willing to say exactly what you're yeah. saying. We know we're men in wigs or women in wigs or... um just people in wigs in general like it's you know you're larger than whatever so like you can just say whatever you want and like you know you can take it and give it and especially if you know the person you're doing that saying that with or like in the environment you're in it will work you're more inclined to go but I'm bigger and bigger every time we we almost in the states have a realness issue where everyone constantly I mean we know British queens who want to look like you mm-hmm. know real women but you know, a lot of the U.S. queens, like, they want to be yeah. models. They want to be taken seriously. But even with, like, <laughs> like, saying the model thing, like, with, like, Tace, who just is the face of Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. she she still looked like a drag queen. She didn't look like a man trying to look like a woman for the poster. She's, right. You could still be like, that's a drag queen. Because she still had that, like, aura, the vibe around her. 
if if you if you do get on Drag Race, are there any queens that you really want to compete uh, alongside with that you know of? Queen from the like Northern England called Dixie, who's really quite really something. She's every time I see her, she's always improving. Dixie. You're very clever, BB. Like the the cleverness you have is like both a result of your backgrounds, like where you're from, but also you know you're probably one of the quickest people I have ever spoken with like especially over chat like that that British again that British sense of humor you know and like American queens are not that quick like if you text BB everybody BB can spin something into a double entendre I'm so good at double entendre so quickly so good did you have entendres. that did you have that skill before drag or did you cultivate um, that after I think you started drag as I was watching as I was like started doing drag I watched everything I could find with drag because like I need to, I wanted to know what I wanted to be like I wanted to know what I was doing I don't want to be like just putting a wig on putting makeup on and be like hi I'm a drag queen I wanted to know the background I wanted to know about other queens I wanted to know what type of queens there were so like Priscilla Queen of the Desert 2 one Fu, Thanks for Everything Judy Newmar Paris is Burning like RuPaul's Drag Race all like the little like like some like quite a few there was um earlier stages of youtube when there was not many very drag queens on there just watching do you do you sit down and write out some of your jokes or are they just like are they just inherent like it's essentially really long form 24 7 there's a few jokes i always i say there's a few jokes that are always in my head that i always use or like i thought of like three four years ago and i just remember them but there's some there's some jokes that I'll think of and be like I love that joke and I could just keep it forever now, like there were roast I did from um do you have another competition and like some of the jokes I said in it, I'm like oh I like that I'm keeping that but I've used it again. I were right. So it's almost like you're constantly working on a set. You're just trying out the material yeah. in different settings. Yeah. Did I get that right? Like one of the first ever jokes that I was like really proud of. I don't think I think I think someone else said this joke. I'm not taking full credit for it, but I've I've taken it as mine. I'm taking it as mine now. <laughs> and it was like, um, yeah, I'm celibate. I celibate here, celibate there. And it's one of my favorite all-time uh, jokes. That's, and see, I, that's I've just funny. kept it all this, every, I say it probably like once a month to anyone who listened. I could see that joke going especially over with like a really drunk, yeah. you know, happy crowd. You know what I mean? There was In quite a, a lot of British like drag queen-isms that most drag, you'll hear quite a lot of drag queens say at most shows. Like, especially before they start their show, you always do, like, a shot with the crowd or, like, a drink with the crowd to, like, warm them up. You say, like, cheers, get them excited, get them pumped up before you start the show. And, like, there's um, what was, um there's a drag, there's a few queens who I know who say this. And they say, like, during the show, I might come amongst you. Don't worry, it wipes off with a damp cloth. British drag queen isms <laughs> that, like, every queen will know and they'll all adapt it. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Because, you know, US drag queens... It's starting to get to the point where it's almost like corporate America. You know what I mean? Everyone shows up sober. Everyone's there with their with their business yeah. card in hands. You know what I mean? So I I just love the fact and that drag you all shows are still in England fun, compared to America. You know? like I've um, I've said this to you before. So different. Like you American queens will do two numbers, but have like nine queens. The shows you have, especially in like in Spain and like other places like Gran Canaria, when there's quite a big there's a there's a few drag bars. You have three queens who will do like six or seven numbers a night, as well as they'll all host. They'll all take in shifts hosting, but while they're not hosting, they'll walk amongst the crowd. 
So there's always interaction. That's how I met the Vivian. Wow. I have a picture. I have a picture on my phone of oh, when Vivian yeah. stole my phone because I was texting on it. She wasn't doing it. She just walked past and took my phone out of my hand. She took a selfie. She took a picture up her dress. <laughs> and then she phoned to one of my best friends and said that I had a, I was passed out in Grand Canary with like a bab hanging out my ass. And it's still, <gasps> it's still one of the funniest things. I've, kept, I've kept it on my phone for like four years now. Just because it's so funny. You have a picture of the Vivian? You have yeah, a picture like, of the Vivian's minge? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I might keep, I keep, I'm like, I might keep a black Please tell me you're going to print that out. Like when I'm, if I ever, if I ever get, um, when I get on Drag Race, <laughs> but like I want to win or I'll release this picture of the Vivian stuck. Oh my gosh. Do you I have, have outfits plans? I have outfits for your run on Drag Race. I have all the looks planned for yeah. If I was on season two, I've got all them drawn out. If I was on season 13, I've got them all drawn out. If I was on season one, I've got my all, outfit, all my outfits drawn out. So that if like when if I ever get when um, when I same when I get on because I'm determined to like Villinger Strokes in the first episode with her hometown family, that wasn't her first option. She had this like underground themed dress that was massive, and it had like it was a blue wig with like chains in it, the underground sign. But then she got told she couldn't wear it because of copyright, so she had that like jumpsuit with the blue squiggle, which is what I don't want to wow. happen to me. So like, I'm trying like, every you... time I make an outfit, I'm like, okay, what. I, I can wear this. Right, right. I would never even think about copyright. That must be like, so terrible. Especially like as well with like Manila's period oh. dress. Like you always need to have a backup oh, yeah. option. And like some of the outfits I have in mind, like if I was ever on Drag Race, you can't. I can't have like I can't think of a backup option for because I'm det- all I can see is the one dress. The season two of UK, right, Drag right. Race, <laughs> there were still all really funny queens. Like Tace was the confessional queen. And like Bimini, Lawrence, Ellie, they were all quite funny and quippy. But then you had like Ginny Lemon, which was like a crazy cuckoo kind of comedy. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before, you, before we leave, I actually, I need you to talk really quickly about your drag cohort. So it's BB and, 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 um, yeah, and so we all Daniela. went to school together. Or no, no, no. It's Penelope and, and Daniela, I, sorry, right? Daniela's been doing drag for around two years, I believe. And like, in, as we were, as I left school, um, that's when he was starting, but like, then when I found out Penelope was doing drag, I was like, oh my god, another one. But like, what I did for my like for my um, exams, I did drag my exam. Yeah, but my heel broke halfway through. You got graded on I drag. I wish. I I had I had a nail flick off into the audience. This was like a year into me doing drag. <laughs> I, did this. I wore a dress that was too short. I had like bright blue underwear on. <laughs> Because I didn't have my, um, I had like a bright blue leotard on. I didn't have a corset, so I used cling film and duct tape. Yeah, I did that. I just still the like other day I, I, for when I put, when I get drag now, I, I still put like I put two <laughs> pairs of tights on, and then my corset, and another two pairs of tights, then duct tape the tights on just to keep it all together. So like duct tape never leaves. Doesn't matter how long you've been doing drag for, you always use like you always right. use duct tape for everything. That's so cool because you're. you're oh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm the not auntie, I'm auntie baby. That's what I always call myself. I feel I feel like old if I say auntie. 20. I'm 20. I'm a young. I'm Wait, a you're not old? I started dragging when I was 14. <laughs> I, you could not tell me that you were a day <laughs> it's fine, it's under fine, it's 70. I'm just kidding. All right, love. It's well, okay. It was, it was so only, for, only for you. you. Only for I'm you. sorry I took up this much of your time. It's been... <laughs> oh, thank you, what? love. You fucking slag. Um, oh my god. Oh my gosh. Are we doing a reading challenge? Oh my god! I are we doing a reading? Are we doing cry. a reading challenge? Do you think we're gonna get uh uh like a 
We were all we were all waiting for I, Candy Heights' um, birthday party. That's what everybody was talking about. Everybody is like, "Where is BB?" You don't understand. Everybody was bombing one after the other. Like it was literally like, yeah, that would. I honestly think everybody would really appreciate that. Honestly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been all right, love. Ta ta.